0: podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk It is fantastic to have you with us once again tuning in online. Um, If you remember, we're continuing our journey through the Lord's ministry here on Earth. We're now well into his second year of ministry, almost halfway of the three years that Jesus preached and teached on planet Earth. Um, And we've seen him so far perform some amazing miracles. There are miracles that we've missed out to this point, one of which was raising somebody from the dead, but we've seen him turn water into wine. We've seen him uh, forgive sin. And we're in a position now, as we saw last week, where we are in no doubt that this man, Jesus Christ, is man. But yes, he's also fully God. He is God in flesh. Only God, remember, can forgive sin. And Jesus has shown us that he's able to do that. And in today's account, which is found in Luke 8 and verse 23 through 25, Jesus is asleep asleep. No, no, you, you heard me. Jesus is asleep. He's in a boat with his disciples. Now they're fully assembled. Remember, we're doing things chronologically, so everything's in order as it happened. And they're crossing a lake when a sudden storm hits. There's wind, there's waves, There are. there is lots of water and uh, lots of danger. And the word tells us they they feel like they're in great danger. And uh, Jesus is sound asleep. It's not very often we see this. But Jesus is asleep. But what we'll see today is that sometimes when you're in a storm, you can miss, perhaps even forget, things that you know as certain and truth. When you're in a storm, you can miss, perhaps even forget all that you know as certainty, all that you know as the truth that you are built on. We can do that if we're not careful. The question for us then today will be, are you in a storm right now? Now, I know there's a global storm happening, but I'm talking even more personal than that. Are you in a storm today? Are you in a moment where you feel like your faith is being tested and tried from every angle? Are you in a moment where you feel like Jesus is clearly asleep? Are you in a moment where you feel like God has absolutely, most certainly must be on the golf course somewhere? He's switched off. Are you in that moment today where you feel like Perhaps you're on your own, fighting the raging storm that's around you. Hopefully the word today will enlighten us and show us something very different to just that. We're going to have a look at Luke chapter 8, as I say, verse 22 through 25, just a few verses. And it says this, One day Jesus said to his disciples, Let's go over to the other side of the lake. So they got in a boat and set out. As they sailed, he fell asleep. A squall came down on the lake, so the boat was being swamped, and they were in great danger. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Master, Master, we're going to drown. He got up and rebuked the wind and the raging waters, The storm subsided and all was calm. Where is your faith? He asked his disciples. In fear and amazement, they asked one another, Who is this? He commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. Let's pray. Lord, we just want to thank you today for your word And we pray, Lord, that it will speak into our hearts and it will speak into our minds, Father, that our lives would be changed today as we see something more of your wonder and of your beauty. We pray, Lord, that you would encourage us, that you would help us, Father, in our moments where we're in that raging storm. That, Father, that we would learn today that you are in control. Even the wind and the waves obey Father, just help us today. We ask, speak through me, speak through your word, I pray. We ask these prayers in Jesus' precious name, amen. So here we have an amazing account. These disciples have seen to this point something of who Jesus is. Some of them more than others, you'll remember. Some have been there right from the very beginning. But now in this moment, They get to see so much clearer who Jesus is. They were missing, though, the bigger picture, of Jesus and his mission. They were missing the bigger picture. You see, they were caught in a moment. And in that moment, we can sometimes forget that there are bigger things happening. We can sometimes forget that there is a plan. We can sometimes forget that there is a tapestry being pieced together. We're part of it, but we don't know the whole picture. And having that in mind for the disciples in this moment would have made a huge difference to the, uh, to the moments that are, are going to follow as we go through this account. Remember then that Jesus is here to show people that he is the only way to God. No rule keeping, um, no holy living or anything else will get you back to God. Nothing else. There is no other way to God other than through Jesus Christ. But we know because we have the complete picture that Jesus had to suffer. It was a very specific way. It was a very specific thing that had to be done. Without the shedding of blood, the Bible tells us, there is no forgiveness of sin. So Jesus is on his way, as we know, because we have the whole picture. He's on his way to the cross. The disciples in this moment did not know that. And in this moment, they are caught panicking, worried for their lives. And of course, Jesus' life as they're on a boat. But remember, Jesus was heading to the cross, not to a watery death. But we know the whole picture. So in this moment, they all get in the boat. Halfway across the lake, the weather turns. Now, we as uh, people from the United Kingdom know how quickly the weather can change. Well, why? Well, because we live on quite a small island. It's certainly not very wide, which means that if the weather does change, it happens really quickly for all of us. In a moment, we can go from glorious sunshine to heavy, thundery storms. It does not take long. And this is exactly what they're experiencing. The wind and the waves have come on them real quickly. They're on the lake. Everything seems so good. They're sort of halfway across now. And this storm comes about them. So much so that the Bible tells us that they were in great danger. They were clearly petrified. They were fearful for their lives. Now, remember that some of the men on this boat... Are experienced sailors. They're fishermen. They've been out in the wind and the rain before. I'm certain of it. They've been in a storm before, but this storm is so bad. The water is so high. Everything is kicking off so much that the boat is being swamped. And these guys know that they only have moments to do something. It is not a good situation. We are about to sink. It is not a good situation. Verse 23 tells us that the boat was swamped and that they are in great danger. Now, the panic and the terror is sort of hard to imagine when you're in your living room or your kitchen or wherever you find yourself today. It's hard to sort of put yourself in the picture, but already as you've learned, if you've been tuning in for a number of weeks, you know that's what I like to do. So do your best to just get yourself in that moment. How, oh, just how fearful you would be, how scared you would be in that moment where you feel like your life is slipping away. It is not good. We literally are helpless here against this storm. And remember, as I say, experience. Sailors, and there are steps on there in them in the moments that we see here. If you put yourself in the picture, there are steps to be taken now i don 't know anything about sailing. But naturally, I know that there are things that a sailor would do in this moment. They're taking all of those steps. They're trying their best to steady their boat. I'm sure they're bailing out the water that's getting into the boat. I'm sure the sails are down in this moment because they're trying just to ride the waves, trying desperately just to stay above water. But what they do in these moments... They actually make a really good decision in the moment of danger and fear. And I'm sure they've gone through a whole uh, range of steps to this point. But in this moment where they feel like we are in a mess, they do the one thing that they should do. Sometimes that we should do far sooner than we actually do is they go to Jesus Did you see it in verse 24? The disciples went and woke him. This is Jesus who's asleep, remember? The disciples went and woke him saying, Master, Master, we're going to drown. That is not a way to be woken up, is it? I don't know whether you're a morning person or not. Um, but maybe you aren't keen on being woken up whatever time of day it is that you particularly have had a nap. (laughs) But the last thing you want to be uh, woken up with is we're going to drown Uh, and the sheer panic that's on everybody's faces around you. They're really clear though with Jesus. (laughs) They say, Master, Master, we're going to drown. And what follows now is just incredible. He got up, carrying on from verse 24, he got up and rebuked the wind and the raging waters. The storm subsided and all was calm. Isn't that amazing? Jesus got up and he literally told the storm off like it was a naughty child. The wind died down, the storm stopped, the waters grew calm and everything had just a little bit of hush. Now in that moment, just seconds ago, The disciples have woken Jesus up with, we're going to drown. And Jesus has calmed the entire situation with just a few words as he rebukes the wind and the waves. And he says this to them in verse 25. He says, where is your faith? Where is your faith? You may have noticed that that is our title today. Where is your faith? What? Jesus, we're about to die. This situation is horrendous it is life-threatening, it is scary, we are fearful, I do not know what to do, I've tried everything that I know as a sailor in this moment, I know how to sail a ship and here I am knocking on the door, waking you up Jesus, because you are clearly fast asleep, you have no idea how bad it is, I'm a sailor, I know. What a question. What a, what a statement. Where is your faith? And you and I today can find ourselves doing the same thing with Jesus. Maybe not a storm as far as wind and water goes, but maybe a storm of the life kind. Things that come into our life in just a heartbeat. And we find ourselves desperately, desperately looking and searching to find a solution to the matter. And here, Jesus says to his disciples... And he says to you and I today, where is your faith? Well, you see, the truth of the matter is that we can misplace it, can't we? We can misplace our faith in so many different things. We can misplace our faith in family and friends. We can mistake our faith and misplace our faith in finance, in our jobs, in our own abilities. So many things, so many places where we can place our faith. But I'm not saying that these things aren't good, but they can't take the place of him who can help. They cannot take the place of him who can help. You see, the disciples, their boat, their boat wasn't going to save them. Their abilities as sailors, their experience as fishermen wasn't going to save them. There were brothers on board, family and friends. It was their job, their job to sail. And none of this was going to save them. Only Jesus could. None of this was going to save them. Only Jesus could. Oh, but he doesn't care. He's asleep, for goodness sake. Let me show you verse 22 again, because you can easily miss it. Verse 22 says, one day Jesus said to his disciples, let's go over to the other side of the lake. Did you see it? Jesus said to his disciples, let's go over to the other side of the lake. Where did Jesus say they were going? To the other side of the lake. You know what? Jesus was calm about the trip because he knew the destination. Jesus was calm about the trip because he knew the destination. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 13, verse 5 and Deuteronomy 31, verse 6, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. 1 Peter 5, verse 7 says, cast all your anxieties on him, he cares for you. Romans 8, verse 28 says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. 1 John 3 verse 1 says, See what love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. Church, as a Christian, we still face storms, don't we? That's life. That's the reality of the world we live in. But, church, we learn to trust. We learn to trust that God has it all in control. We see that in his word, he tells us that he is in control. We've experienced it in our lives of what hope looks like and what certainty is. Even though sometimes we do not see what the next steps are, we know that God is in control. But church, we have to cling to these things. We have to look to his word. We have to keep asking him to help us and to guide us. We have to keep going to him. Because if we don't, we find ourselves in a moment where we feel like we're going to drown. When we do these things, when we go to the Lord, when we realise what his word teaches us, we can rest in the truth of what we know. Hebrews tells us that faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Church, we too can be calm about the journey because we know our destination. We can be calm about the journey because we know our destination You may be in a moment today where you're facing a storm in your own life, where you're facing the wind and the waves, and you do not know where to turn. Let me assure you that God has not gone golfing. Let me assure you that Jesus is not asleep. He is attentive. He knows the destination. He's absolutely certain of the outcome. And you know what? He's ready for you to call out to him, ready for you to seek out life and love, ready for you to seek out forgiveness and freedom. But you have to go to Jesus in the moment of the chaos, in the moment of the fear and the doubt. We have to go to the place for help. We have to go to Jesus. He's waiting for you today. It's time, isn't it? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you once again for your word today. Father, we thank you for its encouragement. We thank you for its truth. Father, you asked the disciples, where is your faith? And Father, so many of us in these moments are struggling and, Father, we ask that you would just help us to look to you. Father, you would help us to remember what your word says to us. Father, that you would encourage us to seek you, to pray more. Father, to worship you on a day-to-day. Father, to just bring our all to you. Father, you're worthy of that and so much more. So, Father, just be with us. Father, if there's anybody today who doesn't yet know you as Lord and Saviour, that, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would move and that you would speak into hearts today. Father, just continue to be with us. Bless us, strengthen us, we ask. All of these things we bring before you in the name of our precious Saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. This has been a podcast by Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk.